The doors are closed, but the store is open just for you. At the Crate and Barrel Private Registry events, you can sip and scan your way through the store with music, food, drinks, and a fun party vibe. Don't worry, you'll get plenty of one-on-one guidance along the way from our dedicated registry experts. You can see your favorite gourmet brands in action with demos of the kitchen machines and tools that we've been eyeing. And when the party's over, head home with a special gift from us to toast the day. Wink, wink. It's free wine glasses. Let's make it a date. RSVP today for a Crate and Barrel private registry event at crateandbarrel.com slash stores slash events. Do you know what it will entice you to clean if your house smells like a beach afterward and it doesn't smell like, you know, cleaning products? Well, enter Clorox. They can transform your space into a tropical getaway by upgrading your cleaning routine with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut It cleans like Clorox, and it feels like inspiration. With a refreshing scent that will leave your home clean and fresh, elevating any room into an oasis. Now you can express your style and get shiny clean, get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. All right, ladies, let's be real. Who here actually enjoys shaving their legs? Yeah, absolutely no one. I know this. Get this, Nair. Yes, Nair, the OG, has leveled up. They've got these new sensational shower creams and body creams that smell absolutely amazing. I know this is not the smell that you're thinking of from the 90s when your mom first pulled this out for you. These smells will light up your bathroom, honestly. They'll make your shower experience better. This smells like a spa, actually. Oh, yeah. And how do you know this? Well, I just, I mean, Nair's in the household. So anytime Nair's used, it smells like a spa. You probably don't even know what it does. It takes hair away. (laughs) It works in as little as three minutes. You don't have to bother with nicks, cuts, shaves, and the smooth lasts so much longer than shaving. You're also not going to have to deal with any of those shave bumps or anything like that because the bumps are just as annoying as the nicks, right? Nair's new sensational shower and body creams are free of all the nasty chemicals like phthalates and sulfates. You can feel good about what you're putting on your skin and you could have a little bit of a me time moment with Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. And as Ben, Ben smelled for himself and he likes it. It's Ben approved. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. We were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my hosts as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side.
Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. We've done this podcast for two years. It's been an amazing two years, an exciting two years. We've met some incredible people and also some not so incredible people. I have never... In my two years of hosting this show with Ashley, had texts. I'm in Denver, so I'm only an hour away from Los Angeles. Have text till three in the morning with excitement and passion towards a guest. But surprise, surprise, America's sweethearts in studio, Tyler C. Welcome to co-hosting Almost Famous Podcast. Yay! Thanks for having me, Ben. Oh my gosh. Um <laughs> Tyler, this is gonna be hilarious. <laughs> I, I, according to social media, if you go by follower counts, you are the most popular male member of the Bachelor franchise. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and he's humble, guys. <laughs> so, I mean, how overwhelming has this whole thing been for you? You are not only like such a Bachelor fan favorite. But it's almost like you would be on the cover of people's most eligible bachelors or like what is what is the um, the sexiest man alive? Like that's the status that you're at right now. I'll take it. Uh no, it's been it's been an incredible experience. Um it's been crazy. Been, you know, never would expect it to be what it has become when I, you know, signed up for this and went for it. Uh but I'm super grateful for like my mom, my pops, my brothers and like my best friends that are you know, kind of, you know, know how to take the jabs at me to keep me humble and and just kind of, you know, also help me like go through this whole process because it's a lot. It's been a it's been a whole lot, but uh, super grateful for this whole experience. Well, Tyler, man to man here. I've gone through this wild deal. I know where you're from. I've been to Jupiter many times. My guy. Uh, yeah, it's a great spot. Uh, my uncle's actually the town manager down there. So okay. uh, in Jupiter Island. So yeah, I've been down there a bunch. You know, it is a wild deal, and I, and I think our listeners always enjoy hearing the behind the scenes. And I want to set the stage, and I want you to tell me if I'm completely wrong, because we've met some, I mean, studs from this show. I mean, there's been a lot of studs. You have definitely retrieved the most and received, I should say, retrieved, received the most, like, I'd say love and when it comes to just adoration and just admiration for you. But you go on this show, you sign up thinking this could work, it could not. You know you're a good-looking dude. Like that's you you've been told that your whole life. Uh you you I mean you post pictures on Instagram, you know, looking like uh what's his face? Um Paul Newman. So you, you know you know what you got going for you. Paul Newman was a great comparison. Oh yeah. I I thought that since the beginning. I'm a big Paul Newman fan. Um so anyways, you you know this going into the show. You know that there's going to be a lot of good-looking guys there. What has the response done to you personally? Has it blown you away? Is it what you expected? Um, and now what do you do with it? No, I mean, I never would have expected it to be this. You know, I was, I came into this not knowing what to expect. Um, and uh, it's been blown away by it. It's been so much love and everyone, everyone's been amazing. Uh, I guess going forward, you know, I was just trying to use, you know, this platform that I've been given for, for good things. And, uh, 
you know, I'm going to try and promote, you know, ABC food tours and things I do with kids and, and try and bring those up around me. You know, that's always been my goal is if I come up, everyone's going to come up with me that I can bring up. You know, you were actually kind of a dark horse in the beginning of all of this. I think the first five weeks, four weeks before your date in Newport, Rhode Island, you were just, you were kind of flying under the radar. I think a lot of girls were like, oh, she, she can't go there. He's going to be a player. You can't trust a guy with a face like that. And then you turned around and that date was like, wait, this guy is like so comforting and he knows all the right things to do to get her in a better mood and all the right things to say. Um, How do you feel about just like the, the different stages of your your bachelorette experience? Yeah, no, uh, you know, starting in, in Newport is kind of when me and Hannah really made that first big connection on our one-on-one time. Um, I was given a great opportunity and, you know, she was upset. She was down and it was a great opportunity for me to show her that I can pick her up in those tough times. And uh, I was able to do that. And I think it just kind of springboarded our relationship and allowed us to really take each other serious moving forward. Because I think she didn't really take me that serious mm-hmm. ahead of that. She didn't. because I know this because I met with her before your date in Newport. Jared and I had a little cameo. And it was a couple days before your date. And I was like, what about Tyler? Because he's creating the most buzz online based on profile pictures. Everybody is talking about how Tyler is like the only cute standout. And then she was like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm worried he's a player. Mm -hmm. And no, she I mean, she had those talks with me and and I was able to kind of air out, you know, my past with her. And that kind of helped us get past that. And, um, you know, it was just I think we I don't know, just that time where she was really upset really allowed us to really kind of build that bond and see, show that there, there could be something here that could be more than just you know just looks and this and that and it's been so much more ever since is that frustrating that you're getting this you were getting this player rep just based on your good appearance uh, i don't know if it was frustrating it was just it was just a way, another way for me to break down a barrier with her and connect with her more and show her that i'm more than just that and more than what she sees and and I think we took those steps and it allowed us to have the relationship we had. The, uh, the Tyler, I think I've never met you in person. I'm sure you're a great dude. Um, <laughs> and you're a good looking guy. You got a lot going for you. Say the right things. You're a good dancer. I, I haven't seen <laughs> anything in you yet that, uh, I get why I guess I should say, I get why my phone was blowing up till 3am forcing me to have no sleep. Um, <laughs> but I, I was laying in bed last night. I was like, all right, why? And, and, I want you to disagree with me here if you, if you do. And mm-hmm. listeners, please email us at Ben and Ashley at iHeartMedia.com. I was laying in bed last night. I was like, okay, Tyler's a good dude. He's got a lot going for him. He should be getting the reception he is. I, I'm, I, I love that you are. I think that uh, you're going to do great things with this. I love that. I really do think you mean it because uh, I've seen it and in, in what you've done that everybody's going to come up along with you in this and, and that you want this to be used for good and you're going to have fun while doing it as well. I will tell you this. I... I think you had the easiest journey on the bachelorette of all time. And I say that. <laughs> that is a point. Ev- everybody around you blew up. I mean, th- you you were going to be a star. Like, granted, you deserved it. And granted, you were good looking and you were kind and you're nice. I've never seen one contestant kind of fly underneath the radar and then have re- everything around him self-destruct like yeah. you did. I mean, even Peter, who we love on this show, and we can't wait to talk to him. Even Peter made the headlines for having a girl five months before the show happened. Like, it was unbelievable. Everybody blew up but you. Yeah, no, I I mean, for me, like, I, I would just see it happen. I would see people, you know, I think to be 
to try and build a successful relationship on the on this show, you need to be truly confident in yourself and in your relationship. And I saw that a lot of people, you know, wouldn't be confident in their relationship with themselves with Hannah, and you could just see it starting to teeter and starting to implode. And and I just it was everyone was like a, time, a ticking time bomb. Just people blew up one after another, and and then all the other stuff that came out, you know, post shows is, you know, made it even more kind of bizarre. This so. Season. What were you thinking when that People magazine article came out about Jed having a girlfriend? Um, I was I was disappointed, uh, you know, because when that when it got down to me, Peter and Jed, I felt that any way she goes, she's going to be in good hands. And if you truly care and love for somebody, that you want them to be happy. And wherever she goes, she was going to be happy. And I felt like they would be able to take care of her. And just to see all that go down the way it did is just it's just truly disappointing. And uh, I think Jed could have, you know, he had his chances to make things right and, and or at least to explain to her what's going on and come clean. And it didn't happen that way. And, you know, it's just disappointing because that girl deserves the world. And and uh, I just hated, you know, my heart ached for her to see her go through that because, you know, I wanted her to be the happiest person ever. And she went through some tough times. Do you think that if he had said anything earlier, it would have changed the relationship for the better? I think it would have. If he had said it during the show, I think she just would have eliminated him. Yeah, but that's still better for her. No, absolutely better yeah. for her, yeah. Tyler, I wonder if uh, that brings up a question I'm thinking. Did you, after being around it and looking back and seeing that how he reacted and kind of the conversation you're having, do you think at any point it hit him, oh, no, like – this is bad for me. Like, there's no way out of this. Like, I I care about her. Probably, I'm still assuming he does. Uh, do you think he did? No, really I, care about I, her. I I mean, I was very close with Jed in the house. Like, we were roommates in the Netherlands, and and you know, as a guy who I really grew close to, and I truly believe that guy had genuinely like like serious feelings for her and, and loved her and and cared for her. Like, I I truly believe that. I just think, you know, he could have when he got home, he could have handled things with his ex better and. He could have handled things with Hannah better and, mm-hmm. and, and communicated things a lot better than he did. So, like, be honest right away. Yeah. yeah. So I, I just think that, you know, I, I do believe that he really did catch those serious feelings for Hannah and, and just mm-hmm. didn't know how to, you know, pivot off of that and, make the, and, and do the right thing. It was just I that he, he got stressing. caught in lies and lies. Like, he kind of told her a little bit. And then the People magazine came out, and he even tried to deny it even further. And she was like, I have this information. Why do you keep denying it? And then he just got caught in such a series of lies. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's just disappointing. You know, I just, it's it sucks that Hannah had to go through this and how this season had to end. But, you know, Hannah is, is going to come out on top. And she's, I mean, she killed it last night. She was amazing. And she's so powerful. And she's, the world's hers. She can do whatever she wants. And she's going to have, I don't know. She's she's gonna whatever she wants to do. She's gonna crush it. I'm just constantly in awe of how she's able to articulate herself so well. She's so intelligent. Yeah, she's so smart. Do you want to be a part of that uh, powerful world that she's creating? Uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. <laughs> no, 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 no. no, no, no. Not, we'll see. Do you want to? No, wait. Let's not put him in a corner the way he was last night. Um, you know, I I think we need to just. You know, like we need to have a drink. We need to hang out and mm-hmm. just see how, you know, it is with no pressure. I don't think we need to put any pressure on anything, any expectations on anything. Just be around each other, away from cameras, away from everything and, and hang out and just enjoy each other. I mean, we, we have, we had a great relationship. You know, I value and cherish her so much and, and all that she's taught myself and, and, and what I've learned from her. And, and I just, you know, 
just want to like that's someone I would never just like cut off from being my friend because it didn't work out. I think that you should totally go get a drink. But did you feel pressure from Hannah, Chris Harrison in the audience last night when she asked you out? No, there, I didn't feel like much pressure. I mean, I thought we were going to eventually one day, you know, have a drink and mm-hmm. or dinner or something like that. You know, I thought that was inevitable, inevitable and going to happen. And Chris Harrison was just throwing fuel in the fire. And I know. That's Chris. But it, it, it was fun. And it was a great way to end on a good note. And, you know, and, you know, the, that chapter closes. The Bachelorette's over. And, you know, there's a new chapter to begin. And, you know, who, who knows what happens? I, you know, I think Tyler you're going to be pushing a corner, right? And you're dating on national television and I get it. Like Chris has to do his job. You're sitting up there on stage. I don't, I, I felt bad for you. Cause I don't think there's a right answer there. Um, but going through your head as you sit there and not, you know, months before you had been broken up with by this girl, she chose somebody else. She's obviously hurt, but she obviously cares a ton about you. Um, and looking back on that, does that change your feelings towards her? And, and as you say, you have so much respect and love for her. What is your thoughts on Hannah now? I mean, you were broken up with by this girl. Like you were told to go home and kind of leave life as she moved on with somebody else. Is there any resentment there? Um, there's no resentment. And that's why, you know, I think we need to take it very slowly. We need to just have a drink and just see how we are around each other. Because if we were to just rush into something right away and try and be boyfriend and girlfriend, you know, right at the men or at the after the final rose, mm-hmm. like it would just not be healthy for us. See, it wouldn't pa- be good. See, part of me felt like that's kind of how they presented it. It was like, well, guess what, guys? They're dating now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, it's just going to, we're just going to take it, you know, you know, one step at a time, have a drink and just see how it is to be around each other again with no pressure, no cameras, no nothing and see how it's, how it is. So you didn't feel like a backup plan or a fallback? No, no. I, I, I mean, I, if anything, like I still want to be in contact with Hannah, like, even if she was still with Jet, I was still going to be their biggest supporters and biggest fans and see them when I see them. And and now I still, you know, they're not together, but I'll still, still want to grab a drink with her and, you know, see what happens. And, you know, if nothing happens in a relationship, at least someone like a friendship that I always cherish and have and be thankful for. And You were so classy during your exit. I have never seen anybody get dumped on that show and be as kind and gracious as you were. It was amazing. Well, I think, I don't know what it was, but something came over me as soon as, like, she, like, stopped me. And I was like, I said, like, this isn't it. And uh, something, like, kind of came over me right away. I was like, take care of this girl because this <sighs> is her big day. Who are you? Who <laughs> are you, Tyler? And before I got in here, I read your Instagram caption to her. And it's just like, what kind of planet did you come from? And why don't more men come from that planet? My fiance totally came from the planet. But there's there's not the Easton came from the planet, that's for sure. But and Ben came from and the ben, planet. Ben, ben just sucks. Ben just sucks. Ben came, there's four guys I know that came from this planet. Ben started the planet. And um hey Tyler, can ben, we have a, a dude chat for a second? <laughs> yeah, let's do I mean, it. You and I, you, yeah, I want to talk to you about some stuff because I do think you're a good dude. And, uh, and I've seen, you know, I've been around this world, not too, I mean, in comparison, four years about, and, uh, I've seen a lot of people, good people coming in and out of this. And I want to spend like two minutes here just chatting with you. Cause I don't know when the next time we'll see it or when I'll get to see is this thing gets crazy. And I do, I feel for you last night, because even if you're into Hannah and this thing works out for you, you know, we'll all celebrate that. That'd be awesome. But there is a pressure that was put on you last night to respond in some way 
to have people react in a positive way. If you would have looked at that camera and said, you know what? No, this isn't going to work. The story is bad for you and it's bad for everybody. But you now have an attention on you that you've never probably felt before. You have millions of people following you on the social media. You have women that are flocking to you. You have a ton of women that are commenting on your Instagrams and will see you in person and they'll, they'll cry when they see you. It will happen to you. And I, I want to hear like now, does that change the way you're going to date? Does that change when you sit across from Hannah, a woman that you knew six months ago before all this happened, is your mindset different? Has it changed you? Um, you know, I, I don't think it's, when it comes to dating, like I'm still, I don't know. I haven't really put myself out there to date at all, you know, so I don't know what to expect, but, uh, you know, this has been craziness and, you know, I truly don't know what to expect. And the, I don't look at Hannah any differently because I have more followers or because of anything like that. I, you know, Hannah's handed me and, and that's how, you know, it is. And I don't know. I just, you know, I'll, I'll see how dating goes from here and I'm not trying to put any pressure on anything, but you know, it's definitely, you know, I definitely, it's crazy. I don't even know what to expect to be honest. Can I give you, can I give you one piece then to finish out our guy talk, some unsolicited advice? Bring it on. This thing will change you, buddy. It will. It, it, I say it every year at the end of the season that my best advice I've ever was given, but was from Chris Harrison who said, let this world enhance life you already had and not change your life completely, but it will change pieces of you. It, it, it just happens. But there's nothing, there's nothing fulfilling about chasing the fame. There's nothing fulfilling about seeking attention. There's nothing fulfilling about looking for, for the next conquest. There's nothing good about it. And it's happened and it's been done and it's been done for years and years and years. But the most cool thing that happens from the show is when men like you who have it all, who have been given a lot, who now have a platform, say, I'm going to go against the grain and I'm not going to let the critics put, paralyze me and put me down. And I'm not going to let the positive comments lift me up and make my head bigger than it ever should be. I'm going to stay neutral. I'm going to stay sane. I'm going to keep things into perspective and know that you are not God. You never will be. But at the end of all this, in four, five, six years, you can look back on it all. And I promise you this, bud. Like, I promise you, you'll look back on this if you do it well. And it will all make sense. It will all be a blast. And you'll get more attention and more love and more support than you ever dreamed of. And this whole thing will be worth it no matter where you and Hannah go. I don't know. I'm not going to put that pressure on you. My only – to simplify everything, don't let your head get too big. It will destroy you. No, I appreciate that. And, I mean, I've heard so many great things about you and how you've handled things post-show and, and you know, since being The Bachelor. And, and you know, it's great to hear that from you because I have utmost respect for you from what I've heard from everybody because everyone has so much respect for you. So I'll definitely keep that, you know, and, and run with what you just said. Right, but have a blast with it. Anyways, hey, Ashley, I'll bring you back in. I just want to make sure at some point in this talk, when the guy like Tyler comes in and, and you can feel the presence and everybody's going to be swooning over you, and they should, have a blast with it. But I want to make sure I got to tell you that because the, the, the worst thing that can happen is that this thing you know, spits you up and, or tears you up and spits you out. And it's just not, it's not fun when you see that from a distance. Yeah, no, I greatly appreciate that. And I'll, I'll definitely be in touch with you about all this. Cool. He's the mentor for all the guys coming off the show. It's pretty amazing. Ben makes a good friend every couple's every season. All right, we got to take a break real quick, and we'll be back with so many more questions for Tyler Cameron. I think everybody knows that amazing feeling that it is 
coming home after a long day, washing your face, brushing your teeth, and getting yourself in bed. And to enhance the feeling, it's the best when you have the freshest, fluffiest duvet, sheets, pillows, comforters. Jared and I have gotten all of ours from our Crate and Barrel Registry. They help us relax and it makes our time alone together in bed <laughs> even better. Sleep is better, right? Just that that feeling that you get to look forward to is better. Adding these products to our wedding registry with Crate and Barrel was super easy and fun to pick out because, you know, you're in the store and you just scan it right on your phone. Or if you forget to register for bedding or you want to figure out which kind, you need extra time to think about what you want to choose. Jared and I just got our flannels, which, you know, we're going to save for a colder season. But you get to go back and add those things on the app as well. So you don't have to register for everything in the store. You can think about some things. I really like that about the Crate and Barrel app and registering with Crate and Barrel. So if you want a bed like ours, (laughs) and it's a good one, I'll tell you that's a really, really good one. It's so comfy with all of our new sheets and pillows and comforters, and it looks so good. It looks adult. And it's timeless, like everything at Crate and Barrel. It's classic. It's going to be stylish and look great for so many years to come. Start your Crate and Barrel registry at crateandbarrel.com slash wedding dash registry. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure... It kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on Wasp. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. They 
burned us and subject us to really horrible, uh, cruel and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. The Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on, you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it, sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Ashley, we've got big news in your world. I know that your wedding's coming up. We've talked about your wedding a lot. And you, for whatever reason, you're very hesitant to continue to talk about it. Um, I just want to celebrate I just it. feel I, like it's overkill. I feel bad for our no. listeners. Yes. No, it's all good. But hey, I know you're pumped about the possibility of Jade still making it to the wedding. But we've got big news. Jade and Tanner just had their second baby in a closet. Yep. <laughs> Ashley, on the last podcast, you talked about some salad that you brought her. What's going on? Can you break this whole thing down for us now that it's happened and the baby's healthy? Yes. It's so crazy because when I was talking to you last, it was just about 48 hours ago. And I was like, well, she doesn't have the baby in like "Mm, 48 hours. She probably can't come to the wedding because Jade kind of said that August 1st was her cutoff for traveling. She didn't want to or well, she couldn't travel. It was her cutoff for like being comfortable bringing a baby on a plane. Um, So, you know, I was kind of trying to cope with the fact that Jade probably wouldn't be there. But as a kind of a joke and, you know, a fun experiment, when we went down to um, have a little adult sleepover, which sounds really weird when I say adult sleepover, but like just a sleepover at Jade Tanner's in Orange County on Friday night, I brought her this salad that has totally... It has a reputation for inducing labor. 
A lot of celebrities use it. I'm not sure if I said this on the podcast, but Carson Daly's wife went into labor twice after eating the salad or at least drinking the salad dressing, which she did. She like actually drank it from the bottle. And then Hillary Duff was also spotted a couple, like nine months ago before her last child was born going to get the salad. And I was like, okay, this will be fun. And like, it'll be something for like everybody to kind of laugh at. And um, when she was eating the salad on Saturday morning, (laughs) we were kind of just deciding how long we were, how long we were going to give the salad credit if she did go into labor, right? Like, so we came to the conclusion that we would give the salad the credit for inducing her labor if she went into labor within 48 hours of eating it. So she went into labor 55 hours after eating it. So you guys tell us at Ben and Ashley at iHeartMedia.com if that means that you think that she went into labor because of the salad or just because the baby wanted to come. I know, just because the baby wanted to come, right? She still was early. She was decently early. Um, but and the yeah, closet I, thing I guess is you want to talk about the closet this now. Is, <laughs> it's so crazy. It's very crazy. So when her water broke on Monday night, it was like nine something here on the Pacific Coast. And they texted us. Tanner was like, it's go time. And we're like, yeah. And I think he sent a video of like her in the background saying like the water broke. And so we were very excited because she had made it within that time frame that we needed her to start delivering in. But uh, then like an hour and a half later, we got a text from Tanner that said, wow, that was wild. That was it. Like, cryptic. I'm like, we both, Jared and I were like, was it a false alarm? Like, is everything okay? And he's like, yep, everything, everything's okay. He's here. I'm like, wait, you're telling me that her water broke and she delivered the baby within two hours? And that was the case. So then um, they FaceTimed us a little bit after. And she was in the hospital room feeding the baby and... Everybody was happy and healthy, and it was just very traumatic for her because what happened was she, her water broke. She thought that she'd have, like, you know, at least seven hours. I think Emmy took about seven or eight hours, which is still pretty short for your first pregnancy. But for your second pregnancy, to deliver within two hours is just insane. That's, like, something you hear from people who've had, like, eight children. (laughs) Um, So she was she took a shower she went to go pack up her stuff and while in the closet getting her stuff she was like tanner i can't move and then she was like no the baby is like on his way out right now and it was his mom her mom and that was it and they basically almost delivered the baby the head was out by the time the paramedics came and then the paramedic, like the paramedics came and like pulled the body out, and that was it. Insane. Emmy was sleeping the entire time. Emmy's Emmy's brother was being born in the closet, and she was just just sleeping. How crazy is this? That's what you'd hope. I mean, okay, so Tyler, you hear stories like this. You know, babies are being born from the Bachelor franchise. Yep. I don't know how many of the people from Bachelor franchises that you've gotten to meet, but does this excite you for what the future could hold? Um. Yeah. I mean, I've, I would love to have a huge family one day. I would love to have my own little basketball team. So, mm-hmm. uh, just kind of 
you know, that does it. It's exciting. So yeah, it's really scares the crap out of me too at the same time. So (laughs) it's always going to be scary until it actually happens to you. And then it's just wonderful. Right. But I also just want to say, I still don't want to put any pressure for Jade to have to come to the wedding. You know, I mean, I didn't even, I didn't talk to her about that at all. I don't want you guys to be like, oh, she's definitely going to come now. It's like, I'm no, I mean, I'm not even, I'll be super stoked to see her there if she's there, but it's still very close to when the baby was born and it's whatever she feels comfortable with. Oh, Ashley, you're so sweet. No, I mean, like I do. I don't want people like down my throat being like, you're going to make a bro, a woman get on a plane now. No, I'm not. This is, it's all Jade's decision and I'm not putting any pressure on her. Wait. You hear Ashley <laughs> okay. right now? I mean, she has been she, she she has involved herself in this franchise for years. She's invested a ton of time and effort. She's talked to me for two years on this podcast. She still gets so hyped to meet people like Tyler and get to know them and support them well. And because of a few negative comments, now Ashley is so nervous. <laughs> I am. You'll, on what you'll she's going to say. You'll Listeners, see. Everything that is, comes out of your is mouth is scary. This is this week's deal. I want you to go on Twitter and hashtag the Almost Famous Podcast and tag Ashley Iconetti in it. Then go to all of her Instagram photos and say something nice that you love about Ashley because we're going to get her through this. She's going to realize ben. that the criticism will fade and we're going to love on her hard this week. Can we do that? It's leading up to her wedding week. She deserves it. I want it for her. She would never ask for it herself. And so everybody out there listening, spread the news. This is Love on Ashley I Week. Well, that's very sweet. I, I definitely don't need it, but I, I appreciate it. And I do just want to say that Jade may have made that plan before the baby came, but of course it would make sense if she wanted to change her mind afterward. That's all. <laughs> Unbelievable. I'm just not a crazy uh, friend. I don't want people to think I'm a crazy friend. Uh, Tyler, Demi Lovato was at the finale. What do you know about that? Uh, I just saw her on Peter's finale that I didn't see her at all when I was there. She was there last night in the audience next to Demi Not Lovato. Yeah, big big (laughs) fan of Demi Not Lovato Uh as well. She's I just met her actually prior to coming here, and she's amazing. Yeah, she's super sweet. She's so sweet, so beautiful. She was she was awesome. Yeah. So you have? I mean, did you get to meet Demi Lovato? That's a big deal. I did did not get to meet Demi Lovato. I did not. I missed off missed out on that one. Demi wants to date Mike. Yeah, apparently they've been that. going back and forth in the DM. I see that. Uh, go for it, Mike. See what happens. Speaking of the DM, I know that you have a drink to have with Hannah, but Gigi Hadid did did follow you, and then you followed her back. And I I don't want to make this seem like you know you guys are going to date or anything, but are you going to date? Uh, we just follow each other. You definitely talked. We just follow each other. You haven't DM'd at all. No, no, I've been busy with the show and everything. Okay. Hmm, well, you're not a, a liar. Excuse. I know you're I've not a liar. I've been too busy with the show to send a DM. <laughs> Are you kidding me, Tyler? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Gigi is just one of the many models that I'm sure is after Tyler. <laughs> Who's your celebrity crush? We love this question here on the Almost Famous podcast. Tells you a lot about my, somebody. My biggest crush ever was Jessica Alba from Into the Blue. <laughs> Jessica Alba commented under Jade's picture yesterday. Really? So she may watch The Bachelor, and she may have watched you, but she is married with three kids. Yeah, but Jessica Alba, Into the Blue, was my biggest crush ever. Very good. Very good crush choice. Yeah. 
Mm, that's a good one. I like that. I just yeah, yeah that, was... that brings back good memories. Tyler. Thanks for <laughs> thanks for doing that for me. Um, <laughs> hey, uh, Tyler, we have a couple other things to talk to you about, but I want to hear your thoughts. Uh, put on your host uh, cap for a second. We've seen the previews now to Bachelor in Paradise. Your buddies have been there, and some of the the women that you know and you've met along the way. What is your thoughts? Because Ashley and I don't really know much about it, and so let's spend a couple minutes now and talk about what we can see happening in Bachelor in Paradise. I want to start asking you, after looking at the promo, what's your first reaction? My first reaction is Dylan, John Paul Jones, and Demi are going to own the beach. It's it's their mm. beach. Why Dylan? Because, well, no one got to really see Dylan's personality yeah. on the Bachelorette this season. And he's incredibly funny. He's witty. He's he's fun to be around. Like He's just going to absolutely crush it. All right. We'll watch out for him. He was in the promo a good amount. Yeah, yeah. Who was was he? Wasn't the one though? And what's your thoughts on that? Because again, you don't have any idea for certain who it was. There's the promos continue to excite me because there's a fight on the beach. Who do you think that fight was between? To be honest, I don't even know people's names besides the guys on my cast, so I can't yeah. tell you who it was. So you never watched the show before? I, I saw. Yeah, no, I, that's it. So I mean, I've seen. I, I saw a little bit of JoJo season mm-hmm. uh, when I was dating my ex. Okay, and like we watched it with her family couple times and like that was the extent of my bachelor experience so who signed you up for the show uh i did you did okay so finally yay um somebody else who signed themselves up because i signed myself up but i feel like everybody's like i was nominated i was nominated like they were like we're the we're the cool g1 yes yeah no i was just like i just got done with football and um Got hurt, and I was like finishing up my MBA, so I was just studying, being a broke jock. And- Wait, you have an MBA? Yeah. You have an MBA? Uh-huh. No way. Mm-hmm. Who, where are you, Kate? Where'd you come from? Jupiter. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That planet. Okay. But uh, no, I um, I was just like, I was like in the middle of like taking a break from studying, and I saw something for it. I was like, why the hell not? Like the boys will think this is funny. Yeah. And it just kind of snowballed from there, and. Now I'm here hanging with you guys. Oh, that's amazing. I like feel bad that I even said who signed you up because I'm so used to being like, well, so-and-so signed me up. But I'm no, so glad nah, I found I another one of me. Before. I was like, ah, I'm just, you know, beat up, broke jock, trying to get my MBA. I was like, you know what? This could be fun. And, you know, it was, it's turned out to be so much more than I ever expected. Yeah. Where do you want to go now? I mean, you have all this stuff in your favor. Say, let's take uh, the following aside because the following is going to bring you an income and, you're going to do some things in entertainment. I'm sure there's going to be opportunities for you uh, either on the franchise or outside the franchise to make money in entertainment. But if all that were to go away, what what is these next like few years of your life? What, what is your dream job? Kind of where do you want to go? Yeah, no, the next steps for me is uh, I'm filing for my GC license. So I've, I passed those uh, the exams for that in December, but my dad got sick. So I kind of put that on the wayside and kind of helped taking care of him and all that. So I want to get my own construction company started and get that rolling. I got a partner that I'm trying to team up with. And so he could be like the eyes and be down there and I can bounce around and do what I need to do. And, uh, but also, you know, put a lot of energy and focus into ABC food tours. The thing that me and my, one of my best friends run in New York city. And tell us about that. So ABC food tours is, uh, what we do is we take underprivileged kids in, in our area and we bring them on fitness and food excursions. And we basically just we surround them by people from different career paths and kind of show them what there is in their own city and what they have access to. And it's just about getting them out of the neighborhood and seeing what there is and, and exploring new career opportunities. Because 
a lot of these kids, we ask them, what do you want to be when they grow up? They say, I want to be a football player. I want to be a basketball player. I want to be a rapper, which is great because that's what I wanted to be too. But there's so much more to also know about and learn about. And so that's what we try and do. And we're trying to build a curriculum for them. And we want to, you know, get them in with, you know, tech building, you know, tech companies and finance companies and, and, and other chefs and just fitness companies just to see what there is for them. That's incredible. That's a great idea. Yeah, no, it's been, and it's so much fun to work with kids. Like it's the most rewarding, you know, feeling. And I mean, the other day we were, we just did it. We just got done uh, eating pizza and we just finished the cha-cha slide in Thompson Square Park and the Lower East Side. And I'm sitting there with one of the kids eating pizza and he's like, this is the best day I've ever had. And, oh, and oh. I'm just like, holy oh. cow. Like I've, I have no idea what kind of, you know, impact we're having on these kids. So, you know, everyone's been super supportive and like helping out and sponsoring more kids tours. And we've been able to reach out. We just did another one in Brooklyn. And uh, so we just, we gained access to 20 more schools in Brooklyn, like 27 more schools. So we're going to be working with them. And we got another food tour coming up with the kids in Brooklyn in the next week. So it's through the schools that you kind of recruit kids to go out on these field trips? Yeah, like the the, the schools will kind of set us up with the kids. So we work with like fourth and fifth graders mainly right now. Amazing. What's the best way for people to help? Like, uh, you know, I, I don't know how it's set up, but obviously watching the tour would probably be helpful or, or donating to the tour. But can you give us a, a quick rundown? If you're, somebody's listening, they go, I want to get involved in something like this, how they can help? Yeah, no, a lot of people have, you know, asked us how they want to help. We tell them to uh, basically DM ABC Food Tours and, and, and tell us how they want to help. You know, a lot of people have given ideas of what they want to do and, and how they want to help us. And we truly believe if you want to help out, tell us what you want to do. And if we can make it work, you'll be more willing to do something for us if it's something that you want to do mm-hmm. instead of something we tell you to do. But then also people can help out by sponsoring kids tours by going on our website and, and doing that and whatnot. Awesome, man. Good for you, dude. Uh, that's going to be awesome. If I can ever help you, please let Ashley and I know the, the podcast would love to back you. Cool. Um, yes, it's please. one of the coolest things. So, Hey, uh, Tyler, a part of this whole uh, adventure includes a lot of really fun things. And one of the f- most fun we have as a bachelor family every year is going to the iHeart Music Fest. Uh, it's something that we've done, uh, I think Ashley and I now, for for at least three years. This will probably be our fourth, I'm assuming. Every year it brings about new stories, new people. We meet some of the coolest of artists. Uh, this year's lineup is going to be Alicia Keys, Backstreet Boys, KG Elephant, Camila Cabello, Def Leppard, French Montana, Halsey, Her. Uh, Hooting the Blowfish, Marshmallow, Miley Cyrus, Mumford and Sons, Stevie Oki, Tim McGraw, and the Zach Brown Band, and many, many more. Tyler, I want to invite you, if you're not The Bachelor, of course, because that's still out there and it's still in the open, we don't know. But if you're not The Bachelor, I want to invite you to Las Vegas, Nevada um, to celebrate the iHeart Music Fest 2019 with us. Heck yeah, I'm there. Yay! Her, her will get me my feelings a little bit, so I gotta be alone while I'm watching her perform. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm there. Okay. Awesome. Well, I hope you're the bachelor at that point, but you know, <laughs> you have my support. I appreciate it. Yes, I'm voting for Hey, just for let Tyler. everybody out there listening know, tickets are on sale now. Uh, so Ashley, can you get us the website uh, where people can go and purchase these tickets? It's AXS.com. AXS.com. Sweet. Hey, we hope to see you all there. And Tyler, I hope to be able to spend some time with you. It is it is honestly, I think Ash and I could both vouch. It is one of the coolest times of the year because we get to be, meet so many people who have been on the show and who are kind of just starting this experiment. And uh, it's it's a blast. So please come, hang out, enjoy yourself. It's super, super cool. Yeah, I'm yeah. there. I'm there. Appreciate I mean, I, I, here I am being careful about what I'm saying. I would support either you as Bachelor or with Hannah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
I've been traumatized lately. It's all good. All right. I have a couple questions for you. They're they're a little out of order. They're kind of things that we haven't touched on yet that I think everybody wants to know about. So I'm going to go through those for the next couple of minutes. Bring it on. Are you ready? What did you think about learning that Hannah, sl- well, actually, not not slept with Peter in the in the windmill. You've already pretty much explained your feelings about that. But I want to know if you thought she really needed to say that they had slept together four times during after the final rose. Um, I think you know she. I, I had no problem with that. You know, she's she's powerful. She's empowering women to feel free to speak about their sex life. I think that's important. Um, I think you know. I'm no one to judge her because I have a past too. So, mm-hmm. so go for it. You know, speak as you want. And I don't know. I, I had no problem with it at all. If you were engaged to her, you sure would though. No, because no? because I told her too when we were when we were having our fantasy suite date. I was like, look, I, I need you to figure out everything you need to figure out in these fantasy suites. I don't care what you do because I've had a past, and so have you. So who am I to judge you? And uh, there's like a song that Chris Brown sings. It says, please don't judge me because if you judge me, you can get ugly before it gets beautiful. Hmm. And so I just think there's no room for me to judge her on what she's doing because she needs it. Because if she was going to pick me at the end, I wanted her to make sure there was no second guessing and she did everything she needed to do to figure out where she wanted to be. I guess if you were engaged to her and then she said to America while you were engaged that she didn't have sex twice, she actually had sex four times, that would kind of rub you the wrong way. I think she was totally uh, fine saying that yeah. because she's single, but I think it was definitely a cue to the audience that she was single. Yeah. No, I, you know, I, I don't know. I don't, I've never, I wasn't in that situation, but I think that's something that if she, we were engaged, we probably would have already discussed before. And, mm-hmm. and I, I mean, I, like I said, I don't, I don't think I'd really take it that bad because I'm not one to judge her for any of her actions because I have a past too. I think that's the, the key right there uh, for all of us listening and watching um, we've talked about it to great extents in this podcast. Uh, but so I'm not going to get into, you know, who can talk about sex, when, where, how, but the biggest thing is when you are engaged, I do think there is in my mom, this is part of the conversation my mom and I had, there is a responsibility if the, if your partner wants to know, they don't have to, but if they want to know, you should be as honest with them as they want, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and the freedom of your relationship to know that there's no judgment, but for whatever reason, it's going to make that relationship stronger. At least you're going to know where each other stands. So I do think that, as Tyler just said, if she was – I didn't see it as necessarily by her saying it. She was automatically single because I do think I'm with Tyler on. Well, if I was her fiance, we probably would have already talked about it. Not that I would have loved hearing it again. I meant airing but, it to the public. But it would have been – yeah, and, and telling the public. I, I think there would have been been that. The, the part that I thought was the weirdest about – this whole sex thing, it, even outside of Luke P's comments that still disrupt me to this day and disturb every ounce of my being. Um, cause he's just doubling down. I don't get it. Anyways. Uh, the thing that still makes me the, the most confused, the biggest issue I've had with all this sex talk is the fact that this is said in front of Peter's parents in the <laughs> same room. And they were like, That's yeah, awful. Barbara was pumped. Barbara was she totally How, was. I mean, I, it's so weird, right? Her, am I am I alone on that? Her laugh like took over the whole audio. I was <laughs> cracking up. Like it was just like a screech. Like it was hilarious. Uh, I guess how, if you I mean, know they you did do? it twice, uh, does it really matter? It was four times. Yeah, it's, I was just thinking that. What's one? What's the difference between one or four? Yeah. You know? 
Yeah. I mean, that's just no matter what, that's weird. I remember Uh, kissing on the show, and Ash and I've talked about it, and having the family watch and like you can hear it. Like, that was a mic drop for sure. (laughs) Rough. Anyways, that's the weirdest part for me from this whole thing. Is the thing I have the biggest issue with is that her. We had to like sit there and watch the parents like laugh and awkwardly like shrill as this was being discussed. Yeah. 11 weeks ago, it was about 11 weeks ago that you were dumped by Hannah. How long did it take you to recover from that heartbreak? And did you really fully think you did? Um, I think it's something that's still kind of ongoing. The more you see her, you kind of, you know, it still brings out those. Yeah, did your heart drop when you saw her come out last night? Or you came out I was, to her? I was super excited to see her. There was, you know, I wasn't, it was, I was just ecstatic to see her and be around her because she, she brings so much great energy. Mm-hmm. And like, that's one thing I was so attracted to because I'm more of a low key laid back kind of person and she's such a fireball. Yeah. Uh, it's like, a nice balance. Yeah. It's, it makes it a lot of fun. And, uh, but what was your question? I even... <laughs> it was how long did it take to recover from your heartbreak? Do you think that you actually um, did? I don't know. I think it's still something that's, you know, ongoing and I'm, I'm learning from, you know, it's. I don't know. It's how long did it take to recover? I don't know. I don't know. It's something that still I've, you know, I see her. I still feel certain ways. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, but I'm definitely put it this way. I almost lost my dad and I've known him for 26 years. You know, I knew Hannah for the duration I was on the show, you know, almost losing my dad. I knew I, I was going to be able to get over this, get over this hump. You know, it was, yeah. it was definitely a hump to get over, but, uh, Definitely, like, you know, thank the world and feel so much for this girl. So, so really put things into perspective. For yeah. You. Yeah. Tyler, well, two things. Uh, I, I, we can talk offline about this too. Uh, but I think it was a week before uh, I started The Bachelor. My dad had a uh, triple bypass unexpectedly. Wow. And I went on the show thinking he was, you know, he wasn't going to make it because he had had some issues in the past. Uh, and we talked about it a few weeks ago on this show of how kind of hard that was, but yet why I decided to still do the show and 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 kind of how actually great it all ended up being for me uh, as a distraction from some tough stuff. So if you ever want to chat, uh, get my number after the the podcast. I'd love to talk through how how you man- how I managed all that and what I saw was good and bad and and ugly about it. No, definitely, I truly appreciate that. That's that's amazing. How's your dad today? He's doing much better. He's okay. he's a fighter, so he's 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 killing it. So your parents are divorced, but I felt like they seemed like to have a good relationship on um, hometowns. So, uh, you know, so much came out of my dad being sick and it's truly, you know, it was a tough thing for him to go through and it, he's still having his complications and he's fighting, but it's been such a blessing in disguise, you know, it kind of got him on the straight and narrow path and get doing the right thing. But it also brought our family so much more closer together. And my mom and dad were able to really put a lot of differences aside and it's so amazing to see like they do dinners together all the time. And they do so much stuff together and they help each other out with work. My mom's a real estate agent. My dad's a general contractor. Oh, perfect. So it's like they're able to help each other out, work together. And it's really, it's really amazing to see, you know, just how, how everything's kind of come full circle and how they can have a great relationship still. And I think it showed on the show. I it mean, definitely did. I didn't think they were divorced. Yeah, no, I, that hometown was so special and, I'm so grateful and thankful for that because that's something I can always have documented and saved with my pops. You know, I've always I had a professor in college who told me you should you should sit down with your folks and you should interview them and mm-hmm. like ask them tough questions and about how, you know their life and how they're growing up. And it's something I've always wanted to do. And this show kind of gave me an opportunity to do that. So 
That's so nice. I hear that hometowns, like those conversations, they get cut down so so much that you really have like an hour conversation with each parent. Is that true? Yeah, no, it was a, it was a pretty long talk with him, and uh, it was one of the best talks I've ever had with him. I, and I owe a lot of that to Hannah because she, I've always been someone that doesn't really open up at all. Mm-hmm. Kind of just, you know, my just always been very guarded and protect myself and don't really show emotion to a lot of people. And uh, Hannah really pulled a lot of that out of me and really forced me to to be vulnerable and to open up. And that allowed me to have such great talks with my mom and my dad during that during that time. And I literally had probably one of the best conversations I ever had with my pops that night. That's so nice. And yeah. I think it's so cool. Isn't it wild how pops. that happens? Kind of, I mean, during this whole show, is you feel, I do feel like it brings out a whole new side of you. when it. I mean, I've had a great relationship with my parents my whole life. And it was the show that I think really allowed us as uh, friends and as a family to get to know each other even better. Because they had to, they had it was forced for them to to be in these romantic moments with me and to be my counsel and my guide. And and Tyler, I think for you, we saw that during your hometown when your dad told you though, and I want to hear what your perspective is on this now. That Hannah was your wife. She goes, "That's your wife." And now that this is all kind of coming full circle, what is his thoughts on you guys? You know, at least giving it a shot. Yeah, you know, I think you know, like I said earlier, there's we don't need to set too many high expectations on what we're going through. We just need to have a drink and see where it goes from there. I think we need to take it like a normal person takes on a first date, you know, and just see what happens and, and go from there. And and that's kind of all the pressure I want to put on it. I don't think she needs pressure. I don't think I need pressure. I think we just need to kind of take it easy and, and just enjoy each other's company and see what happens. Yeah, that makes sense. So has your dad had any, you know, has your family had any kind of direct advice for you here in the last few days at least? About, like Hannah, just life. life. I mean, all of this happening and Hannah and and everything going on. No, I mean, they're all just super proud of me and how I've conducted myself. And but I mean, I, it's all a testament to them and how they've raised me and and my two little brothers. You know, I'm super thankful and grateful for them. And my dad's always been a very humbling, you know, person for me. He's always knows how to how to put me in my place and make sure, you know, I I I take care of other people and stuff like that. So. He just, you know, he always says, you know, make sure you take your time out of your day to, to be good to everyone who comes by you and sees you and and just be humble. Good for you, man. That's awesome. Uh, Ashley, I'll keep uh, I'll let you go. Uh, keep going. I just want to make sure we we poured in a little bit because I think that's such a cool thing he brought up is how close this experience experience actually brings you to your family or how it can bring you so close to your family. No doubt. I have just a couple more and I know we have to wrap up. But I'm going to get into Jed after this break. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works. And for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. 
At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on Wasp. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. They burned us and subject us to really horrible Uh, cruel and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. The Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it, sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Okay, Tyler. So Jed was one of your better friends on the show. What's your friendship with like with him now? Did you saw him for the 
first time since the season yesterday? I didn't see him. You didn't see him last night? No. Um, You know, we've we touched base a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, but there hasn't been much said between each other. And, you know, he's kind of, I think he just needs his space and his I think he just needs his space and his time right now, and there's a time that we'll talk and, and you know, kind of talk about what happened and what's going on. And, you know, he's got, you know, some things he needs to figure out and, mm-hmm. and take care of on his end. So being that you haven't talked to him very much, I'm assuming you don't know what it meant when Hannah said 444 in the text message? No idea. Okay. That's a mystery that none of us will know, but it seems to be a secret code for something for Jed when it comes to girls that he's dating. And then did you think that like, just let's be honest here. Did you cringe a little bit when he brought the guitar out for the proposal? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and laughs all around. Um, yeah. Yeah. The answer (laughs) is Tyler. Come on, dude. No, it was was weird. Yeah. You know, I I think there's, you know, that time right there, he could have spent just focusing on him and her. Yeah. And I think he did. I think, I think music just his way of expressing himself the best. Yeah. You know, maybe that's how he feels about it. And I don't know, to each his own. How do you feel no, about? No, John no? Mayer would never pull that stunt. I'm just saying it there. And he's he's got a lot going for him. That was weird. That was weird. Yeah, yeah. What do you think about him referring to, to saying that he had won the show instead of the fact that he was engaged when he was talking with his friends in Nashville? Um, I think that's, you know, that's a very tough you know a tough way to put how you, the show ended for you mm-hmm. i think it kind of puts it in the context of a, it being a competition mm-hmm, totally. when it shouldn't be it should be you know about building a relationship with somebody yeah i truly believe that's how a lot of people took this and um like for instance luke saying i loved you after knowing hannah for 12 minutes like i think that was just all competition based and i think there's an element of the show because obviously you know it's 30 guys competing for one girl you know, there is competition based to it, but it should be about building a relationship. And uh, so, yeah, saying you won is is definitely not the best way to go about saying how you just got engaged to Hannah. Mm-hmm. You're 26. You're one of the biggest heartthrobs in the country now. And you seem to be wanting to get married. You still want to get married right now? Yeah. I mean, if my like dad, right now, my <laughs> My dad always says it'll slap you in the face, you know, and you'll know. Yeah. And um, so if it happens, you know, if it comes tomorrow, great. If it comes a few years from now, you know, so be. So I'm just, you know, taking it. I take every day, day by day because uh, you never know what's going to happen. Who's going to walk into your life or where it goes from here. So there's so many guys your age on social media apps or like dating apps. And they're saying. I just had to yell at my brother to get off Tinder. Yeah. Why? <laughs> Ryan. If you're listening, stay off that thing just because you don't need it. Like, like I believe in like building organic relationships, although the bachelor is not the most organic relationship, <laughs> but, uh, I was like, you don't need to be doing that. You need to go be a regular kid, go meet, you know, girls in your college, yeah. in college and, 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 and date the right way. You don't need to be on these apps dating people. And mm-hmm. it's just, I don't think it's a good look or a good thing to be doing. My friend, I bring it up because my friend, there are some is, sex stories from it, though. Oh, there's so many. I don't think we can, you know, crap on dating apps here, yeah. but I do like the way that you're trying to promote people just, like, talking and communicating in real life mm-hmm. and not having to rely on the back and forth via text message. I think that's kind of what you're saying, right? Exactly. 
Um, but there's so many guys out there that my friends, my single friends will go on dates with, they'll be on the apps. It seems like they're looking for somebody to date. And then in real life, they'll say, I'm not looking for anything serious. And they'll tell them this on like the first date. And I'm just glad that you're not one of them. <laughs> I think those apps too, like a lot of it has to do with like instant gratification. Mm-hmm. Like you can swipe right and you like somebody and if they match you, it's like, oh, cool. Someone likes me, you know? And right. I think that has to do a lot with it. Mm-hmm. Ego stroking. Yeah. Yeah. Ego stroking. That's a good way to put it. (laughs) My last question, and then Ben, I'll have you give your last questions. I don't think you're going to like mine because you're too humble for this. (laughs) But do you feel like Hannah asking you out last night hinges on your chance of being The Bachelor? Because now people are going to want to see you end up with Hannah more and have her get her happy ending than you be The Bachelor. I don't know. I haven't really put too much thoughts into being the bachelor. I, I need to sit down and think about all this. I mean, it's, everything's been a firestorm since mm-hmm. last night. So, yeah, I have no idea. I, I just kind of taking it day by day and seeing what happens. And we'll have our drink and we'll see where it goes. But, you know, if this if that's what deters me from being the bachelor, then it's not meant to be. It's it's whatever happens, happens. And it's supposed to happen the way it's supposed to. So, And I'll end with this. What planet are you from? Jupiter. <laughs> ben? <laughs> The uh, Tyler, I don't have a lot of questions to follow up with you. I, I, we like to give every uh, kind of fan favorite at the end of the season this opportunity because, you know, with the hundreds of thousands of people that listen to the podcast, we, we do have a platform to speak on um, and we don't take that lightly. I want to give you the chance, Tyler, to, who, to answer this question and then we'll say goodbye to you. Tyler, who is the man that you want to be? Who is the man that I want to be? Uh, yeah, who do you want to become? Who, what, what do you want your legacy to be? Would maybe be a better way of, of asking it. Uh, just one that is able to take care of his family and generations to be, and one to you know sh- spread love and show what you know how great love can be. And I don't know, I just just be a good example, lead by example, and I, I don't know. That's the man I want to be is I think is undefined right now. I think I'm it's writing itself as I go, and so. I, I don't I mean two years from two years ago I never thought I'd be doing this today being the man I am today and two years from now I might be completely different than the man I want to be now so it's all unwritten and I'm just enjoying the ride and seeing where it goes well man you definitely have a brand new platform to explore all of this with uh, as we talked about earlier don't take that lightly uh, I encourage you to start to process who you want to become where you want this to go what you want this to do and what decisions uh, will be made here really in the next you know month or so that could completely change your future forever. But until then, Tyler, you're a good dude. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Thanks for sharing your heart with us. Um, thanks for being extremely good looking so that <laughs> my phone can buzz all night last night. And uh, But most importantly, man, I'm wishing you the absolute best. Please do not hesitate to reach out or chat with Ashley and I about anything. With that, ladies and gentlemen, that was Tyler Cameron on the Almost Famous Podcast. Yay! Thank you, guys. Thank you. What a podcast this has been. What a season this has been. Until next time, we're going to be sitting here talking in the off-season. Well, I guess we don't really have an off-season. Bachelor in Paradise is coming up soon. Make sure you continue to tune in to the Almost Famous Podcast to get all the updates, behind-the-scenes exclusives, and interviews with the current contestants right here right here at the Almost Famous Podcast. Hannah, you did great. We're sorry you didn't end in love. With that, uh, we just hope 
the best for you in the future. If that's with Tyler on this little drink day, or if that's with any of these guys, or if it's with a guy that you don't quite know yet, just know that the Almost Famous podcast fully is behind you. I want to thank my co-host, Ashley Iconetti, who who convinced me, quite honestly, that Hannah was going to be a great bachelorette. Thank she you. Was. I was right. I am, I've got good people reading skills. Hi. You really do. <laughs> Ashley, I think this was a great season of The Bachelorette. Uh, it was fantastic. So great. I'm all in support of Hannah being The Bachelorette 2020. I feel like most of America would be with me on that. But I guess we'll have to see who is on the next season of The Bachelor and if anyone could possibly be more rootable and lovable, as rootable and lovable as Hannah. I want to ask you, Ashley, before we head out here, I think all of the storyline surrounding this season has kind of overshadowed how this season actually ended. And listeners, I want your opinion as well because I want to give you some some honest feedback from me. I, I don't – I'm not – I woke up this morning and I watched last night not feeling that sad for Hannah for whatever reason, even though the ending to the season was incredibly sad. But I didn't feel as sad for Hannah as I probably should have because there's so many other storylines that I felt I was trying to process. Do you feel the same way? Um, I think Hannah has been so strong throughout this process that we just think she can take another blow. You know, we mm. we're like, oh, she's going to handle herself. She's so kick ass. We don't have to worry about Hannah. And it's actually really sad. She went through all of this. She became the bachelorette. She got that opportunity and she didn't end up with anyone in the end. So, yeah, I feel I do feel bad. I have no doubt that she's going to find her person and it's going to work out the way it's supposed to. But I I mean, as, as an ending and for somebody we've just rooted on so much and who wanted to be loved fiercely, it is kind of sad to see that didn't happen. Hmm. I think it's a good good lesson for all of us. So, listeners, let's take a second because um, Ashley brings up a great point. Is you probably have people in your own life who have just shown incredible strength that they don't let any emotion and they don't let their their issues kind of fall on anybody else. They kind of take it all in themselves and they they move through it. We know people like that. It's in all of our lives. In this time, take a little second, uh, think about who those people are, and wrap your arms around them. Because it's unfair to them that we don't show them the support. Even when you lead with a humble courage and a humble strength and a humble confidence, we still need support. And it's oftentimes the squeaky people who are begging for attention that get the most attention and the Hannah Browns of the world who just got told that her fiance, somebody that she cared about, had a girlfriend for the most part throughout the show. She's now sitting there today, once this is all done, processing it all. And I guarantee she needs the love and support that that we all deserve in moments like this. So reach out to Hannah Brown. Reach out to Ashley Iconetti on Ashley Iconetti's Love Week. We're going to show her so much support and so much love. But Hannah Brown, thank you for a great season. You've been great. Also, I want to give a thank you to Dunkin' Donuts. Shout out to Dunkin' Donuts for making our morning a little sweeter. Uh, you guys know that I'm the hugest Duncan fan. Me and Jared truly run on Duncan, and I want to thank them for teasing me with bagels and donuts in front of me this entire podcast when I really shouldn't be eating them because my wedding is really coming up close. But let's face it, not only do they have the best donuts, but they also serve, well, the best coffee. It is they the best to. coffee in the world, hands down. Every whoa, other whoa, coffee whoa, 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 whoa. is whoa. incomparable. Whoa. Mm. 
No. I'll oh, give, except for I'll, generous. Yes. Oh, darn it. Why do I always do this to you, Ben? It's very uh, awkward because I'm such a Duncan fan and there's a chance that they might be doing a little something for our wedding because Jared and I have been so outspoken about them. But I love generous. I love generous. Yeah. Well, hey, we can be <laughs> fans of both. There's a lot of coffee to be spread in this world. We're all drinking it. Gen- <laughs> or Duncan, I'm a fan of you as well. Um, to say it's the best coffee, well... I'll have to let that uh, be decided by the Ashley Iconettis of the world. But until then, visit your local Dunkin' Donuts today. It's worth it. And we have one more thank you. Thank you to Bennett, the executive producer on The Bachelor. Um, He is the best. He helps with this show a lot. And BIP looks awesome. Congrats to our producer friend, Louie, for taking over over there in Mexico. That's right. Yeah, it, we we do. We every time we want to pause at the end of a season and say thanks to to everybody that works on this show that helps us out to get the episodes early, to get the behind the scenes exclusives. Um, also, thank you to the people at iHeart, um, the Eastons and Marks and Amys and Danielles and Tories of the world for helping us continue this podcast uh, in a fashion that is successful and fun. Um, I want to also give a time to say thanks to my co-host Ashley Canetti for dealing with me for another season, for dealing breaking down this season, for taking all of this on um, in the midst of planning a beautiful wedding. So please don't forget to love on her this week. Uh, <laughs> what a podcast it's been. What a season it's been. We look forward to talking to you soon about Bachelor in Paradise, one of our favorite times of the year. With that, I've been Ben. Hey, Ben, what planet do you come from? Warsaw, Indiana. Warsaw. That sounds like a planet. Not really. Okay, but you come from the same planet that that Tyler does. I've been Ashley. Okay, bye, guys. See ya. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. He was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Pitbull. 
I think that education is the real revolution because as much as we speak about all the problems that there is in society and the world today, my mother's always told me, son, don't worry. The world's always been coming to an end. Don't let it scare you out of living. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ding dong, Las Culturistas calling. iHeart Podcast Awards 2023 Podcast of the Year, Las Culturistas, with SNL's Bowen Yang and comedian Matt Rogers. There's stuff happening in 2024 that we really need to address. Pop culture and huge guests like the latest episode with... Dua Lipa! The more I think about it, the more scared and nervous I get. Listen to the newest episode of Las Culturistas with Dua Lipa and all episodes on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Las Culturistas to start listening.